0: Hello e-commerce fans and welcome to 10 Minute Ecom, an AOV Lab podcast. Every episode we break down a new and different tactic that can help you improve your e-commerce KPIs, key performance indicators. I'm your host, Andrew Figgins, and like most of you, I am an e-commerce professional. You may know me as the founder of AOV Lab, the former VP of product innovation at Scrubs and Beyond, or as the former director of e-commerce technology at Royal King or just from LinkedIn. Today, I'm excited to be talking to Jason Reese, an e-commerce colleague that has held a variety of interesting roles in e-commerce, including directing global e-commerce for AT Cross Company, purveyors of cross pens. Jason, what did you come on the show to share today with your e-commerce colleagues? I'm Jason Reese,
1: director of global e-commerce AT Cross Company, a 175-year old luxury company brand. I also have a decade of experience in the field of web development and internet marketing. I'm excited today to talk about automation of marketing and replacing or going beyond the spray and pray approach to email marketing.
0: Jason, it's a pleasure to have you on 10-Minute e today. After the ad, we'll get right into the chat. Today's episode of 10 Minute Ecom is brought to you by Thrive Commerce. If you are struggling to get your onsite promotions seen and engaged with, Thrive Commerce is a go-to tool that can help. I am actually a repeat customer of Thrive, most recently with Chefware.com, and I can't say enough about how impactful their tools are at driving increased conversion and revenue. If you'd like to set up a discovery call with Thrive, head over to AOVlab.com and tap on Vendor Network to set up your 30 minute discovery call and to see what all the fuss is about. And now back to the show. Jason, we were chatting just before we started recording about that kind of spray and pray approach. I'm just always surprised it still is happening today where a lot of e-commerce sprints are spraying and praying. Tell me a little bit about what that approach is and how you've seen the ability to do something different and better.
1: Well, what I mean by the spray and pray approach is when uh, a typical marketing company and e marketing team will come up with a uh, 25% off promotion for their e-commerce brand, as an example. And so they will create fancy email lists. They might create a fancy landing page for it. And they'll blast that email out to their email list. And then essentially they're praying that the product that's being featured in the hero image in the email will resonate with the customers that they're emailing. They'll pray that the 25% off is enticing enough to get the conversion, to get the click, and the subject line is, is enticing enough to even get the open. And that's the the spray and pray approach uh, to marketing.
0: We both know that there's a better way to do things than just to, it's crazy because it does work and that's why a lot of people do it. It works in terms of getting those transactions. In many cases, but you're not doing something that is unique to the customer. It's not a very personalized approach. And it sounds like through your work for the cross pen company, you've had a chance to do something different.
1: I just wanted to throw out some very brief statistics just cause I'm all about numbers and analysis of what's going on in, in the world and in, in marketing. And HubSpot actually released a white paper back in September, it was past September, 2023 that stated that. Personalized calls to action actually result in a 202% better conversion than an email that uses a standard or sort of a, a evergreen call to action, a non-personalized call to action. There is also a, a really cool white paper done by Campaign Monitor. And neither of these platforms do I use or I'm not necessarily advertising or making just up there. White papers that they produce actually produce the white paper stating that marketers are seeing at some increase in email and SMS revenue when those methods are used, utilizing a personalized strategy. And so what I mean by using a personalized approach really is going up and beyond just the spray and pray. So as an example, most people, when they set up their email platform, what they would do is they would set up a welcome series essentially, and then they will set up usually a post purchase email that will usually be focused on just getting a review. So, usually X number of days after a sale, you'll send out this cold email that says, Hey, thank you again for your purchase. We would love to hear how your experience was. Rate us on a star scale of one to five or one to three or something along those lines. Not necessarily saying that those two email flows are bad, but there's so much more that you can do to increase your revenue and your sales. And really, those things shouldn't become the main focus of your email program, of your automated email program. They should really just be one of the staples. Instead, what you should really be focusing on is the trigger campaigns that are hyper-personalized based on what a person's actions or lack of actions are doing on the
0: website. That's interesting. So having some things that you're waiting to see happen or not happen, essentially. And I know for the reviews flow, like you're saying, I think there's a standard. And I think for me in the past, it's been either seven days or 14 days that is wait. I think the assumption of course, is that by that time, the customer will have received their goods. They've had a chance to use them. So they have a, a shot at doing a review. But what you're saying, Jason, if I'm hearing you, is it's not good enough just to send that blanket email to every single customer that purchases, that's well and good. But we really need to be looking at other activity. What are some of those other activities that you look at in order to make hyper-personalized campaigns come to life?
1: So for example, at AT Cross, one of the things that, that we do is we sell pens. So those pens obviously use ink and depending upon how much you use those pens, at some point in time, it's inevitable. You're going to need an ink refill for your pen. Again, usually it depends on how much you use a pen, but at some point you're going to need a, for us at the 90 day mark, 90 days after you place an order with us, we actually send you an email. However, it's not uh, a generic email. We actually have a clone of three sort of duplicate flows. So that way we can be hyper personalized. By that, what I mean is, for example, if you bought a rollerball pen, if your order consists of a rollerball pen in the order, at 90 days after, we'll send you an email that says, hey, John, thank you again for buying that rollerball pen. We're hoping that you're enjoying it. We this that you might want to buy ink because based upon our research or, or based upon usage, people usually need ink around this time period. And it will solicit them to, to purchase ink. And like I said, we have a clone of that uh, across three different flows. So that way, based upon what they're ordering, they can receive either an email that has imagery and text that speaks about buying a fountain pen, buying a rollable pen, buying a ballpoint pen. That way, not only are we just using their name and saying, hey, we're personalizing the email because look, the word John, my guy's name is John, and we're John in there. No, we're actually using personalized imagery as well as personalized text because we know what they bought and we're seeing a, a tremendous open rate from that and obviously the click-through rate is also awesome because again they're seeing that they're getting really personalized information not just some sort of cold road email that doesn't even pertain to them
0: that's great to hear and it sounds like some of those stats that you read earlier are proving true for AT cross which is great i'm guessing with the approach that you've taken. Um, I wanted to ask you, Jason, for a brand like AT Cross, that I guess we can consider it a traditional brand that's been around for nearly 200 years. What are some ways that you're using? It sounds like you're using those emails and that campaign to stay relevant to your customers. But what are some things that you're doing as a brand just to reinforce that, hey, AT Cross is still around, still here, and that not only that, but it's a relevant still this day and age? Yeah, that's a great question.
1: And so for us, one of the things we lean on is that, it's, a, it's two things. One is that, you know, we've been around 176 plus years and our pains are built to last. And we're very proud to be one of the only paint companies in the world that has a lifetime mechanical warranty on our pay. And the word mechanical is really important to, to hear. Is that if you have your pen and for most of our pens, they are, uh, they become fairly young, family heirlooms, So they become pens that are passed down. We will, if there's an issue with those pens, you can reach out to us. And those kinds are covered under a warranty. And so that's one of those things that sort of separate us in the marketplace is that we stand behind our pens, regardless of what decade. <laughs> so that pen was created or was built. And then also just continuing to tell the story of our pains being family heirlooms, And it's not just a pen that you buy or inheriting. It, it's a storyline. You're going to come to us buy pen ink for a pen that maybe your grandfather used, and you want to start using it again. And I'm always reminded of, and I plug it the store for the show, but it's a story that always stands out in my mind of, I spoke to an individual customer many months ago who inherited his grandfather's pen. And he was, in, he was in college taking some architectural classes and wanted to use his grandfather's pen to do his drawings. And I wasn't sure even what the pen was called. He just knew it was a 14-carat gold pen and one ink to, to buy for it. And so we were able to help him out. And imagine sort of the pride that he's having that constant in, in drawing whatever he's drawing, using his grandfather's precious pen. That's the story that we want to tell them. That's the experience we want our customers to know that they're getting when they purchase out there.
0: I think it's amazing. And being a guy who recently was selling medical scrubs, those are not heirloom products, you know, you just don't hear, there are some parents and and relatives that go online and, and purchase those in the holiday season, a set of scrubs for their relative, but. That's a very different product um, that AT Cross is selling. And I, I like it um, because we're talking about personalization here. What's more personalized than an heirloom in yeah. your family. I think that's really amazing. So Jason, this is a show called 10 Minute Ecom. Before we know it, the 10 minutes is here and gone, but I wanted to, again, thank you for coming on the show today and ask you, is there anything else that you'd like to share with your e-commerce colleagues today?
1: The very last thing that I want to challenge my fellow colleagues to do, aside from going beyond this spray and pray email approach, is also to really dip your toe into email, besides from email, SMS marketing. But for those who are getting into SMS marketing, try to really segregate what we're doing with those channels. What are you going to do that's different with SMS and email? Because you should not be doing the same... Sort of spray and pray approach that you would do on email with sms should really figure out for your brand what's the purpose of getting into sms awesome
0: thanks so much jason thanks again for coming on the show today i appreciate it so that's a wrap for today's episode i want to again thank our guest jason reese if you have a moment be sure to subscribe or follow the show on apple podcasts spotify audible google podcasts or wherever it is that you listen If you're so inclined, there are a few ways you can help support the show. Number one, leave a written review of the show, wherever it is that you listen to it. That helps new people find the show. Secondly, if you're an e-commerce professional that would like to join for an upcoming episode, reach out to humans at AOVlab.com or find Andrew Figgins, myself, on LinkedIn and let me know. I hope you're enjoying these first episodes of the show. I know I am. Until next time, this is Andrew Figgins signing off and saying, have a good one.